Hey gang, welcome to another episode of Under the Log, the podcast full of interviews with folks who recently participated in GORUCK events. In today's episode, we talk to Larry and another guy named Larry. That's right, we're talking to two guys named Larry. Uh, we're going to talk to them about their recent GORUCK brag, Heavy. Uh, in addition, we'll talk to them about what it's like to be a father and son doing events together. Uh, and they've done a few, uh, like somewhere near 50. It's pretty awesome. Before we get started, if you appreciate the podcast and want to support us, visit our sister website, ruckingchallenges.com, and sign up for this month's challenge. Better yet, grab a monthly subscription. You signing up at ruckingchallenges.com helps to keep this podcast alive. All right, enough of that. Let's get on to the interview. All right, so Larry and Larry, uh, I've done a few events with you guys, and I have to say that like one of my one of my favorite parts is is during roll call. So Cadre's there and he's calling off the names and all of a sudden he'll he'll say, you know, Larry Schaefer, which is pretty much always followed with uh, both of you saying out loud, which one? Uh, and the Cadre will usually say junior, at which point Larry, uh, the dad in this situation, will be like, oh, that's me. And it never ceases to, to amaze me. The cadre just kind of stares at you, stares at the, uh, stares at your son and is just like, I, I don't know what to do with this information. Uh, is, is that pretty much what happens at every event that you guys do? Yeah, yeah, I think it is. Nowadays that we've done enough of these things, most of the cadre know us now, but occasionally, no doubt, they say Larry and Larry and, and they get totally confused. In all seriousness, like, how am I supposed to do this interview with you guys? Like, should I should I address you as like Larry Junior and Larry the Third, uh, old Larry, young Larry? Like, like, how's this gonna work? <laughs> Anything works for me. I've been called Trip Trey Three. Anything works. Okay. Yeah, I know F F Three calls us old Larry and young Larry, which you know makes some sense too. <laughs> okay. Or I'll I'll just say Larry and just see which one of you takes it. Uh, Probably both of us. <laughs> <laughs> Let you fight it out. Um, so we're going to talk today, uh, obviously, about the 2021 GORUCK Fort Bragg Heavy event that you guys uh, both completed recently. Um, but I think I think I, I've just got to b- begin uh, at the beginning with you guys. I mean, uh, a father and son doing GORUCK events together. Uh, it's I mean, it's a pretty cool thing. Uh, and, and as you mentioned, like y'all have done a ton of events, like, like how many, how many events have you guys done now? Uh, we calculated the other day, we've done over 40 t- events together. Holy and, cow. And then yeah, you've that, done some separately. Yes. You yep. know, Casey, we won't travel for a tough light, but we'll travel for the bigger ones. We've done, I think we've done, well, I know we've done five HTLs together and then he's got 12 heavies under his belt. I only have 10. <laughs> Just ten, yeah. holy cow! That's uh, that's we did amazing. the double heavy, the double heavy together as well. So. Yeah, that was was that last year or the year before? It was last well, year in that Cleveland. Was last year. Yep. Okay. <laughs> this is gonna happen the whole the whole yeah. podcast. <laughs> yeah. This this is my first time uh, interviewing two people at the same time, so uh, it'll be fun. 
So, so you've done, you've done a ton of events together, uh, and, and separately, but I guess, I guess I'll start with, uh, with older Larry, like how did, tell, tell us the origin story for you guys. Like what is the Larry and Larry Goruck origin story? How did y'all even get into this? Well, you know, we, we started doing adventure races way back when they were popular, uh, and then we evolved into OCR races. We were doing those together when he was still living at home. And, he, and, and Little Larry actually did the first GORUCK event. He did a tough, a tough and then a tough flight. Then he calls me up and says, hey, Dad, there's this thing called GORUCK. You know, we got to give it a try. Come on up to Virginia Beach, and we'll do it. So I packed up an old ruck and six bricks, and, uh, you know, I did a tough flight and enjoyed it. And, and, you know, the second event we did was an HTL. Um, <laughs> so at that point in time, I knew I was either very, as my wife says, you know, you guys are just stupid crazy. Um, but it is something that we've enjoyed, you know, doing it together. You know, Go Ruck forges, you know, uh, camaraderie among people that don't even know each other. So when you put a father and son together, it's been, it's been a lot of fun. It, it's, it's been a great experience. And I'm just fortunate enough at my age to still be in good enough shape to be able to do it. And I work hard at it, but, you know, it's an anomaly. Yeah, yeah no doubt. I mean, you, I, I'm still a little struck by the fact that your second event was an HTL. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I knew that. So letting that set in is, uh, that, that's eye-opening. I mean, that's no joke. Um, I, I wonder, you, you said that Larry had done a, a tough light. W- Larry, was that the one that we did together? I believe so. That was Richmond. Yeah. So that was my, uh, I did one tough in Virginia beach. Uh, and then I did the Richmond one with you and it was a tough flight. And then I called my dad, like he said, and we did the Virginia beach again the following year. Man, that's really cool. I I didn't know that. That was my that tough light was my first tough light, and that was actually my second event. I think so. I mean, I think that was like, f- gosh, four or five years ago now. Almost five, yeah. God, that's that's wild. Um, so uh, with this, with doing so many events, you know, some together, some some separate. Like, what's What's the driver for deciding events for you guys? Is it just like, hey, there's one, you know, nearby, let's go? Like at, at 50 events, I mean, y'all have got to just be cranking them out left and right. Well, usually we won't travel unless it is a, uh, you know, a significant one, whether, you know, whether that be uh, we went to we went to, to uh, France for the 75th anniversary of uh, Normandy, which was phenomenal. Um, and then we'll do the HTLs always together. And then if there's a, a tough flight that's driving distance in between, then we'll just hook up there. So really, it's just a matter of, you know, can we get there? And of course, the big events are the ones that we sometimes we have to fly to. But, you know, that's just money we spend. Yeah. So so what was the what was the drive to do or the decision for doing the brag heavy? Like what what why did y'all decide to do this one? So, uh, we did, uh, we started brag back when, uh, Jerome passed away. Uh, Mm -hmm. so that was, that was going to be our first, uh, brag heavy. Uh, and since we didn't get that check in the block, uh, this one was supposed to be special. We heard from Cadre Dan that it might possibly be his last, um, brag, but obviously he's local now. He thought he was going to get overseas orders. Um, but I was basically told my dad it's now or possibly who knows when. So, 
Uh, it just so happened that we decided to do it. So nice. I will tell so, you going into it though, Ryan is is both of us to said we're only going to do the first one because you know, we had other things coming up in the future. We didn't want to over overshoot ourselves. So it was kind of interesting that everybody's like, "Oh, I can't believe the Larrys aren't going to do both. Can't believe the Larrys aren't going to do both." <laughs> the good news is, I only signed up for one, so I do not feel bad leaving. <laughs> it, it, and I'm not kidding you. you maybe ask the guy. I can tell you what the hardest event is and the most miserable. And anybody who was at Bragg this year, I would tell you that they will tell you it was by far the most miserable event ever. I mean, wow. it was not. It, it was hard as all those heavies are, but it was misery. It was cold and it was raining <laughs> the entire time. It's horrible. Uh, Larry, you can confirm uh, miserable oh, yeah. and one of the hardest. Uh, definitely most miserable. Uh, the first Cleveland heavy of the double heavy was our hardest. We both agreed on that one too. But as far as misery goes, yeah, it was this year's brag heavy for us. Okay. Wow. That, I mean, that's saying something because you've, you've got some contacts to put that in. Well, and then like, like Larry said, the most difficult of all the events was the first 24 hours of the double heavy in Cleveland in August of last year. And it, it wasn't the coupons, although there were plenty. It was it was Cadre Dan and Cadre Bill, and as Cadre Dan said at one point in time in his vernacular, I'll keep it clean, was, I didn't believe, I never knew Cleveland had so many hills. <laughs> and we, start, we started out on a ski slope, and we spent the entire 24 hours on those, you know, as Dan calls them, those expletive hills. Uh, and it, it was a bear. It was, it was a tough one. Yes, if you're starting on ski slopes, it's not going to be a good time. Hey gang, this is the part of the podcast where I shamelessly plug RuckingChallenges.com. You love rucking? You love a challenge? It's a match made in heaven. Every month we have a new rucking challenge that you can do on your own, or uh, if you're in one of them fancy ruck clubs, you can do it with them. And here's the real deal. Since this podcast doesn't make me any money, in fact the nickels and dimes I've spent are starting to add up, you signing up on RuckingChallenges.com convinces my wife that this podcast isn't a complete waste of time so do your part to help keep under the log alive by signing up at ruckingchallenges.com today all right enough of that uh, let's get back to our chat with larry and larry um so i was just wondering like with you guys i mean with so many events I mean, I know, like, from my first heavy, like, I trained my butt off. Uh, and, and you know, I feel like I don't train with nearly as much intensity to do events. So, like, when you've got a big event coming up, like the Bragg Heavy, uh, like, like, do you ramp up your training? Or, or what does the training even look like for you guys these days? Go ahead, Larry. <laughs> uh, yeah, we've, um, like my dad said, we've been doing endurance events for years. So we've kind of had a leg up when we even started the go rec events uh, as far as training. But um, we focus a lot on sandbags, uh, focus a lot on just heavy miles. At least I do. I do more heavy miles than actual miles. I think for the brag heavy, for the couple months leading up to it, I maybe rucked a total of 15 miles but I always had like 65 pounds in my ruck and a 50 or 80 pound sandbag on me. Um, and then just throwing sandbags, lifting them over your head and basically just getting ideas from 
previous events and just going from there. Mm. What about what about you, Papa Larry? Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of that. Most of it is, you know, in the old days, you know, I, I played football in college. It was all about lifting heavy, but now it's more functional strength. So it's sandbags, it's kettlebells, it's a lot of push-ups, a lot of pull-ups. And then, uh, you know, as Larry said, you know, you got to throw that heavy bag on your shoulder every once in a while and go out and just crank out the miles. Mm. So uh, when I go back uh, for this interview and, and do some of the editing, I think at this point I'll, I'll try and cue up like some emotional music. Because I, I want to talk uh, about y'all's relationship, uh, and and Larry Jr., you you kind of hinted at this earlier. Like, there's something that happens when you do a GORUCK event with with people, uh, people that you've never met. Um, like, uh, you know, that Richmond event that, that Larry and I did together all those years ago. I mean, I remember grabbing breakfast with him between events, and then I think we took a nap in the car between events. Yep. <laughs> and and then, you know, like we've done a few other events together, but it's like I, I totally feel like, you know, if you were ever in town or I was ever in your town, like we totally hang out, grab a beer and and just connect. And I feel I feel that way with a lot of people that I've done events with. And so I just think about, man, what what a uh, it, it builds these special relationships. What has that been like as a father and as a son? And uh, Larry, uh, younger Larry, I'll, I'll let you lead off and then your dad can follow in. Okay. Um, it's incredible. Uh, I never thought that we would be doing this together. Uh, we've spent much more time together, uh, over the past few years, obviously, since, uh, I'm in Norfolk and he's in Georgia. Uh, so we get to spend time together and do these events and struggle under logs and figure out kind of what our, uh, breaking points are and, uh, his strengths and my strengths and weaknesses on either end. Uh, but yeah, just spending 24 plus hours under a log with your dad'll It'll get you, uh, it get, you know, I'm a lot better now, I guess. Mm. So it's cool. Papa Larry. Yeah. You know, like Larry said, it is very, it's a unique situation. Um, occasionally there'll be somebody at one of the events saying, Oh, I hope I can, you know, do this with my son one of these days, you know, the Larry's that's so cool. And it is, it's, it's a nice Testament for us to be able to do it together. There are times, you know, where he, I I recall back in Philadelphia (laughs) doing an HTL when his feet were just shredded. And then the father part comes out and he's like, oh, I'm worried about him. I'm worried about him. Then I got to just say, hey, he's a big boy. <laughs> We're doing these together. He wants to suffer it. You know, he's got to go. But there are times when as a, as a dad, you think, damn, his feet look like crap. You know, <laughs> and, and, you, and you worry. I, I just remember Philadelphia. He was limping like he'd been shot. Um, but he got it out and we finished. But but other than that, it is, it's, it's a unique situation to be able to suffer together. We have a couple of rituals uh, the night before an event. We always will get it. A hamburger, French fries, and a beer. Uh-huh. So it's like your perfect ruck beer, and uh-huh. it's in every event. It's a hamburger, French fries, and beer, and that's we do it every awesome. time. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Man, it's funny that you brought up the uh, the Philly event um, with with the feet because that that was another event that I did with you guys, and and I remember at one point we were on uh, uh, we had this movement where we had to be completely silent. 
and we get into this parking lot and, and I was just waiting for Cadre to like try and, and trick us by like asking us a question or something to, to get us to talk. And, uh, and, and Larry, you were standing by me and he, he whispered something to Cadre whispered something to us and you started to answer. And I just totally just smashed on your foot. <laughs> and you just looked, you just looked at me like, dude, what the hell did you just do? <laughs> and man, uh, I, I, it, it I dawned on that. me. I was just like, oh, what a what a jerk. <laughs> I couldn't believe I did that. So, <laughs> I completely that a, forgot about that. Yeah, that oh, was that was a great event. I love that. Um so speaking of events, man, let's let's talk a little bit about that brag heavy uh and that misery. Um uh you know, kind of kind of talk me through some of the things that made it so miserable. I mean, just generally I know the the weather was was bad and cold, but like uh, talk, talk me through some of the misery that you went through. Well, it started raining about an hour into it and it didn't stop for a full, I would say 10 to 12 hours. And there were times when it rained really hard. Uh, right at the beginning, there was this little, I call it a Creek. It was more like a runoff. And I don't know if you saw the videos, but you know, we were all leaning over that doing push ups. and, you know, and flutter kicks and we were getting wet enough. And then one of the cadre had a bright idea to low crawl. Or, or to do the uh, tunnel of tunnel of love through oh. the water, through the water, and it was cold. And, but the difference, the difficulty was, you were wet the entire time. It, we had one period of time where we, where we were fortunate. We came in real early um, among everybody else, and and Jason said priorities of work. You know, normally you sit down, you take a load off. The grass or the ground was so muddy and wet. We just stood there. <laughs> with our other two partners for like 25 minutes waiting for everybody to show up just in the pouring rain because you couldn't move. You did not want to sit down. Um, uh, and in the middle, well, we had, there were five casualties, you know, cold casualties that he was, that Cadre Dam was concerned about. Uh, and, but so it got real cold in the middle of the night. And uh, any, any idea what the temperatures were? Well, it dropped right around. I think they were saying just around 30, 32 degrees. So just around freezing. Oh, goodness. But I've never That's... seen anybody get, um, you know, that cold where they kind of lose their whole mind. Um, there, was this, there was this lady um, near Larry and I, and she kind of just stood up, and she couldn't even remember her name. She couldn't Ooh. put a sentence together. Um, so we rushed her into the situation. And the cadre took good care of them. They had ovens hooked up, and they had, you know, blankets ready to go. But we lost five people within, a, within an hour. That's oh. how cold it got. So, so cold, wet, going through the mud, um, you know, typically in those, those heavies, you know, the, the, the sun comes up in the morning, you get a little burst of energy. Like, was there ever any time where like your, your spirits got lifted or was it, was it just kind of low spirits the whole time? <laughs> uh, I, yeah, it was pretty low spirits as far as the misery goes uh it did eventually come up but it was within the last couple hours not like the morning uh so yeah it was cold dark wet it was so it was, miserable it was comical i mean there, yeah, were, okay, times, there, were, there were times we were sitting there laughing because it was just so miserable <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess that's a great question. Like, how, how, you know, in this event, obviously there's misery, but in the misery and pain, like, 
uh, I guess kind of a question for both of you, like, how do you, how do you deal with, with that adversity? Like, I, I know that I tend to, to turn into like, I like to just kind of have like smart ass jokes or whatever, which is probably irritating for everybody around me, but it's, it's just how I feel like I, I start to cope. Um, like what, how, what what are your responses to to like that pain and that misery and that drudgery of just grinding on hour after hour? From my perspective, it's usually just I think to myself, it's like, God, what the hell am I doing this for? This is the dumbest <laughs> damn thing I've ever done in my life. And I keep signing up for it. You know, and sometimes a cadre will say something to me and I say, you know what? You're half my age. Just shut up. <laughs> you know? But so there are occasions where I just kind of chuckle and I'm just like, what the hell is this all about? (laughs) What about you, Larry? Yeah, there's a lot of that. Uh, It's a lot of just kind of looking over at somebody else being like, you're suffering too. So I'm just going to keep my mouth shut and keep on trucking and see what we can do and uh, see if we can get through this together. Mm. Was was there any uh, like one movement of the brag heavy that stands out in your mind as like oh yeah that was that was the hardest part? Yeah, we had they had two we had two teams to carry the logs. Each log probably I mean they were big they were like telephone pole logs, and we had a very dysfunctional team unfortunately, <laughs> and there was like twenty people per team uh, or maybe fifteen, and we had to do this one mile lap. Um, and if you lost, obviously there was hell to pay and we could not win to save our lives. And we were, we were just functional. I don't know what it was, but there were 15, there was one or two people there who, you know, were not having fun at all and they let it be known. And I think, you know, that kind of just brought down our team. So, although I don't know if it was the most difficult physically, it was certainly the most difficult mentally because we just, we, we got our asses kicked every time around that mile loop. (laughs) Yeah, every time. Was, and then they you, made us make uh, individual logs. If you saw that too, that got interesting. Just going to pick up a cut log, and then was the cadre like, "That's yours now." So now you can't suffer as a team. You're suffering as an individual. So they made the whole team each have an individual log. Yes. Yep. There was a big pile of um, like chainsawed trees, uh, and they were like, "Just go pick one up." Okay. <laughs> Well, we so, did. I, I'm actually uh, encouraged to hear that y'all y'all had logs uh, out there. You know, the the I named this this podcast under the log. You know, hearkening back to all those logs that I've been under with people and how you get to know each other. Uh, but you know, I think ever since uh, you know COVID and everything, like they don't do logs, you don't do partner carries and stuff like that. So I'm like, you know, does the, does the title of this podcast even make sense anymore? But, uh, so it's good to, it's good to hear that people are still getting under the log together. That's, that's nice. Yeah. I think that's, that's a prime movement within go ruck that does a lot of good team building. We also had log PT at the double heavy, um, in Cleveland as well. So that was a good thing. Nice. Um, well, you know, uh, I think that's about it uh, for this episode. Um, but at the rate that you guys do events, uh, I'm sure that we'll have you back on under the log before the year is through. Um, but before I close, you know, this this is probably the, the question that uh, I have uh, the most um, intrigue in. 
Will there be a Larry and Larry team assessment coming up? <laughs> we knew that question was coming. <laughs> yeah, you knew. <laughs> yeah, we knew. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's one of those kind of, it is under hot, when, when, I, when I told Larry, without saying yes, it is under serious consideration. How about that? That's awesome. How about I bought a GR2? Okay. Okay. <laughs> As did Larry. Both of us did. <laughs> <laughs> we recently purchased GR2s because we found that a GR1 might not be big enough for some events. Okay, so just in case there's an event that you need a bigger ruck to pack a little bit more stuff into. Yeah, just in uh, case. Man, <laughs> go, go ahead. Have you, uh, have you actually filled that ruck full of gear and dumped it on your floor yet? Uh, that, that'd be a good well, question. Th- that's when I decided the GR1 was way too small. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, that's that's really cool, man. I, I look forward to uh, to hopefully, you know, maybe who knows, seeing Larry and Larry out there at Team Assessment. Um, but thanks a lot for coming out on the show, guys. And uh, like I said, I'm sure we'll we'll have you back out to talk about more events in the future. All right, thank you, Ryan. Uh, thank you, Ryan. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of Under the Log. If you'd like to see show notes, links to stuff that we talked about, or a transcript of the episode, visit us at underthelog.com. While you're there, you can find links to all our social media profiles, and we'd love to connect with you online. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast from. If you're digging the content, it'd be really cool if you'd leave us a positive rating. And uh, finally, if you've recently completed a GORUCK event and want to chat, Drop me a line at ryan at underthelog.com or uh, hit me a message on social media and we'll get you on the calendar for one of the next episodes of Under the Log. Well, that's it for me. We'll see you next time, Under the Log.